Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Cut them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, and welcome, everybody. I mean, who doesn't love a good President's Day? February the 20th, 2023. No little Don this week. So things could go off the rails. Raymond Santiago running point. He'll be great. Lot to do. I say good morning to the one, the only, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, David. What a weekend, my friend. What a weekend. How so? I had no hockey this weekend. We had no sports this weekend. We this really was just did. a relaxation weekend. Re- uh, did you catch up on your sleep? Because I know Thursday into Friday you were, you were impressive. You were sleepless and you were very good. Out of it, yeah, out of it. Friday, yeah, I actually caught up on a bunch of sleep this weekend, which was nice. The only, I mean, only negative was my XFL team loss, but that was it. Who's your really. team? Uh the Vipers, Vegas. The Vegas Vipers. Yeah, pick six killed us. Killed oh, us. That's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. My team lost too. The Sea. Uh, the Sea Wagons. Yeah, yeah the Sea Wagons. Yeah, we lost. I turned it on for like 30. It was last night they played for like 30 seconds. And Ben DiNucci threw one of the worst passes I've seen. I was like, that's my team. That's my quarterback. Well, I actually like a couple. I actually, I don't want to get into it now, but I actually like a couple of the, the different rules that they have. I agree. I agree. I, like, I, don't, I, like, I don't hate the kickoff. I, I kind of like the kickoff. Well, it's certainly much safer, the kickoff. Right, much safer. But it also has, he said, they, I mean, 90% of the kicks are returned, which I like. So you still have the return game. And on top of that, I don't mind the 1.2 point, 3 point conversions no not awful and the fourth and 15 to keep the football is an interesting uh interesting piece and i like how they take you right the command center too yeah well i mean they they have to give you something they they can't give you this as if it's the nfl they have to create their own thing with it right yeah right but i like that stuff that's nice take you right inside that's hear what they're talking about right well i think here's the thing and we'll get into it a little bit later the level of football it's i mean it's not the same. It's not right. going to be the same. It's, Some it's, names you recognize, though. Well, names you recognize, but names that really, I mean, let's be fair, names that couldn't make it in the NFL, right? Paxton Lynch, A.J. McCarron, fine players in college, certainly recognizable, but not guys that could make it in the NFL. So if they don't have the football that's equal to what the NFL offers you, they have to give you something. So they give you interesting rules, which you think to yourself, you know, maybe maybe that's something they could throw into the NFL. And they give you some some behind-the-scenes kind of footage. Yeah, right. I mean, you're looking for something to to get people interested. I mean, it's listen, it's not 
it's not great football. It's some names that you recognize, but it's also it's an opportunity for these guys. If you have you know a great season, you know are you going to get a a shot? Are you going to get a look from an NFL team? That's right. You're you're looking to get a shot from an NFL team. All right. So we have a lot to do. We we do. It's a it was a slow weekend, like you mentioned. NBA All Star Game. You you know it's not a great All Star Weekend when your own coaches and players are saying how they don't enjoy the All Star Game. That's well, not a great game. <laughs> it's, it's it's awful. I, I, I honestly, forty eight minutes. How much did you watch? There's no way you watched. I the watched entire. all of it. Did you really honestly? I watch watched the all whole of it. Thing. I watched the whole thing. So you're, the you're whole like a entire thing. But it's 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 the same. It's just you go up and you score. You go up, you throw it off the backboard. You score, then you score, then I score, then he's. It's it, it's it's not fun. No, it's not fun. A couple good moments. I mean, the the Tatum versus Brown was pretty cool. I thought that was all right. John Morant's dunk was sick. Uh, LeBron James off the backboard catching it with his left hand back to his right was awesome. Um, I actually my biggest takeaway from the entire game was that on a floor full of stars, Donovan Mitchell still shined. Which was more reason why we should have made the deal. You're not. You're gonna. You're never gonna let this go. No, are you? never. Well, because I mean, the last time I checked, it was uh, how was Tyrese Halliburton the first round of the three point contest? Pretty solid. He's pretty good, right? I have no idea. Yeah, he was good, real good. I know Lillard won it. I know Randall was not good. I heard uh, somebody else was awful. Who was the other? Herder was awful. Herder was bad. He's a really good three point shooter too. But I oh, didn't, listen. I didn't the watch the, that, the story of the weekend was what Mac McClung. Which I don't know how you didn't know him. He went to Georgetown. What do you mean? I, what do you mean? How I didn't know him? We talked about Mac McClung last week, and you, I know you all mentioned about nothing. He went to Georgetown for a year, and then he transferred to Texas Tech. What do you mean I didn't know him? Yeah, did, Art Santi? Did he at all? Who the hell are you? That he went to Mac McClung went to Georgetown. Of course, I knew Mac. I, McClung. I had I had nothing, and I didn't see any indication that Dave had anything. Well, uh, you know what? Go to hell, both of you. Oh I no, knew exactly who Mac McClung was. Well, you never said it. I had no clue. Could have fooled us. Because when he went to Georgetown, the big thing was that he had all these YouTube videos up of of him doing stuff. Of course, I knew who he was, uh, and he was one of the many guys that went to Georgetown, disliked Georgetown, and transferred out of Georgetown. He looks like Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He oh, was awesome. Is, he was is that the guy awesome. Lost. Yeah, he was awesome in the dunk contest, though. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. That was cool. But yeah, I know exactly. And how about Santiago? By the way, yeah, but you could have picked him. Could you imagine on Friday if all of a sudden out of nowhere because you knew who he was that you picked Mac McClung? You go, I'm I telling you right exactly now, exactly was, and I knew he was going to win the thing. Yeah, but you should have said it. Well, why? Because I could have put it in your hot takes, and that's another one. Check off the list. Really? Oh, yeah, really. I'm sorry, Santiago. That's not a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity is all you I'm think saying. That's a missed, you think I had that and I let that get away? There's lot. There's no. I can you, tell you I didn't right know now. who he was. Of course, I. We were watching. Even my. Even when my kids saw Mac McClung was in the slam dunk contest, like, oh, dad, Mac McClung, because they knew who he was. Santiago, tell me he wouldn't have sounded like a genius if on Friday he all of a sudden out of nowhere was like, mark it down, Mac McClung. It does kind of sound like a missed opportunity, Dave. It's when a, it's when, a, Mac, when Mac McClung went to, signed with Georgetown years ago, before he transferred out and went to Texas Tech, the reason that everyone was so excited that he was going to Georgetown is because he was this freakish YouTube dunker, and that was his complete resume. Okay, but you, ver- di- you didn't mention this on Friday. Did, did we sit here and diagnose and analyze the slam dunk contest? No, not at all, but you could exactly. probably that in there. Had, had we analyzed it, I don't think we did we even talk about it at all. Yes. We talked about it? Yes, we brought it up. Because, I mean, because Jericho Sims was in it. I, I remember we said that Jericho Sims was going to be in it, and I just I don't remember discussing it beyond that. 
Hey, you missed an opportunity is all we're saying. All right. Well, listen, but don't, but don't sit here. How dare you attack me on a Monday morning and be like, oh, you didn't even know who he was. Of course I knew who he was. I'm just I'm upset because I see Georgetown. I'm like, oh, God, Dave, of course, knew this guy. I just maybe it's my fault. Maybe I didn't drive him into. Well, how would you know into it? I don't I don't see. I don't think you should self blame. I don't think it's your fault. Well, because he went to Georgetown and I mean, right. you're known if I if I walk around the streets and ask people, what is Dave Rothenberg known for? It's where's guys went to college, by the way. I, I But I knew where he went to college. He, he went to Georgetown and he transferred to Texas Tech. That's right. So I knew exactly where he went to college. And how about that Philadelphia? How about, by the way, Santiago, savage with his pre-show rundown, huh? <laughs> Did you see that? He says, good thing Philadelphia finally got their championship. You don't disagree with me. No, I, I, I loved it. I was here for it. I just I was, I was a little taken aback that you went in that direction. They signed the guy to a two-way contract just so he could wear the Sixers jersey and not the, what, what are the, the Delaware Blue Coats now, the G League? Good for him. No idea. Well, it doesn't matter. He was wearing, the, uh, he was wearing his, his high school jersey anyway. That's True, right. and Lillard wore his uh, his college jersey, right? The old Weber yep. State. Yeah, is it Weber or Weber? I believe it's Weber. Yeah, I think it's Weber. Sure, as well. uh, potato, potato, whatever. E- either or. Uh, right there, Santi. Por- this portion of the show, driven by the All American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop All American Ford Net. That's All American Ford Net. Can I make a sweeping statement, and then you can react off of it? Since Sweep you watched- it. I mean, a lot more of the All-Star game than I did last night. I turned on a little UNLV Boise State. Nice. what I was ensconced doing last oh, night. Oh, by the way, yeah. you would have loved this. I got ensconced. Ensconced? Ensconced. Ensconced. In a, in a college basketball, I, I don't even know what you want to call it. This was. What do you Conversation? Th- th- yeah, but this was more Battle? than a conversation. This was, no, De- this was just. Debate. This was a tutorial. This was a green room full of everyone covering college basketball fr- on Thursday. And I just happened to stumble into it. Oh, and up it in was Bristol. just Oh, it was just who, knowledge. Who was bounce. involved in this? Yeah, it, it, every college basketball analyst I think that we have. Seth Greenberg? Uh Seth, no, not Seth. Seth wasn't there. Okay, so who was who was in this thing? Jay Billis? Uh no, not Billis. Billis <laughs> so I'm naming there. the biggest ones and they weren't they weren't there. No, oh, but it didn't it wasn't it didn't have to be the biggest ones. It was just it was five or six people just going back and forth. Who's the best team? I jinx this team. UCLA is great. It was just I'm I'm ready for the brackets. You're ready. I think I think. Okay. Well, you do realize that the brackets come out in less than three weeks now. Right. Well, this is why I just I sat in there. I didn't. I had nothing to do. I just sat in there. So you sat. And how do you wind up in this room? Well, it's the green room. You know, it's the green room. I went up. I had but to get changed. But you share a green room with with other sports. It's not just a well, hockey green room. Right. Well, it's over by the makeup stuff. And I had to get changed. I had to put my shirt on. So there's a changing room over there. And we were in the big studio. You know where they do NFL Live? We were in that big studio for Thursday. Right. Because we were on ESPN. So I was like, you know what? I'll sneak in here because I usually see people in there. And I walked in and it was just basketball. But you didn't know any of these guys. Um, Like you knew who they were, but you didn't actually know them. uh, I didn't. No, not personally. No, I introduced myself. So was it awkward? You just sat there and listened in or was it it wonderful? No, it was wonderful. I actually threw a couple questions in there. Did you? What would you ask? Um, how do you think I, I would have fared in that room with them? You would have been dynamic. You think they would have been like, this guy knows his stuff. Yeah, they would have, they would have been impressed by you. I actually think I mentioned, I might've mentioned cause they always throw in the, yeah, we, uh, we, we listen to the show and I think one of them said, uh, something about Dave in college basketball. What, what do you mean you think? 
I, I I'm no pumpkin! It was Thursday. I didn't sleep. I mean, there's a lot happening, man. Isn't that strange, Ray, that he's like, I think I mentioned you, and I think they were impressed with your basketball No, I mentioned, I definitely mentioned you, but I don't know how. I, I don't know exactly what I said. It was definitely. It's all, it's all a blur for the guy. It was Give him a break. Give him a break. It's tough when you don't sleep much, man. It's it's a lot. Poor guy. He went, I said he nice things. went sleepless Thursday into Friday. I said very nice things. It was, uh, it's, a oh, miracle. it's a miracle we got the show out of you at all, honestly. It was Sean Farnham. Sean Farnham. He's yep. a nice guy. Yep, we were chopping it up. He's he thinks UCLA. West Coast. He thinks UCLA is the best team. Is that right? That's what he said. They're good. They're well coached. Mick Cronin's done a really good job there. See, that's I needed you in there with me. Why are you well, not with me? What do you want me to just to travel in your pocket? I don't have to go my too big for my pocket. But can't you just be by my side? Well, you could always call me. I think we should. I think we should always be together. <laughs> always. Always. I don't want to be with anyone nonstop. Yeah, but me, we're different. I don't even want to be by my with myself all the time. No, I know, but this is why. I think we, we complement each other so well. I, I agree. Listen, I, if you would have texted and said, listen, I need to talk to you right now. I'm, I'm in a college basketball forum. Help me out. That's a good word. It was a forum is what I it was. absolutely would have been there for you. So my sweeping statement, and I, I don't think this is that much of a statement because I think the players and the coaches would agree. The, the all-star game is just, it's awful. I'm sorry. You sit here and you tell me a play that you liked or, or this or, you know, Jalen Brown against Jason Tatum, fine. It's awful. There's no defense. It's clearly broken. I mean, uh, Malone thinks so. Everyone thinks so. Malone thinks so. Jalen Brown thinks so. The NBA All-Star game is awful. It is broken. It is awful. Uh, you want to know, honestly, what I think the biggest problem with the NBA is? It may be just sports in general, and it's something that Canty and I used to talk about all the time when we were doing the show together is that when I first got drafted and, and, you know, he stepped in the locker room and it was, you know, all these veteran guys, it was, you know, John Van Beesbrook was the other goalie. It was just, and they would, they would take you aside and they'd kind of teach you what it meant to be, you know, a part of the NHL, be a pro. And you always got this sense that it was, you know, as a player, what can you, what can you give back to the game? Because the game has given you so much. What can, you want to leave the game in a better place than, than where you found it. You were never bigger than the game or bigger than the team. I think the biggest problem with the NBA right now is the players have become bigger than the game. The players, the players act and are treated like they're they're bigger than the well, NBA. Well, that, that that's the thing is you say that they they're bigger than the game because they act and are treated like they're bigger than the game. Right. So it said they have no interest in participating in the slam dunk contest or or actually putting forth a legitimate effort because they don't have to. Because they don't care. They don't care how they leave the game after they're gone. It's they're going to take as much as they can out of the game, and then they'll be done with it. Right. They don't care about the next generation of uh, of NBA players or or what the All Star game looks like. That's the truth. They they just don't care. It it feels like it's a it's a it's a it's a who's who of coolness at this thing. I think there's some guys that go out and show out and try. Like Jason Tatum was clearly out to win the MVP last night, and Donovan Mitchell wanted to go out and have a good game. But there are other guys that just go to like. Luka Doncic had no real interest in being there. Like, he was just there I, messing I around. Like, I saw a few minutes of it, and, and when they mic'd him up, I thought was was interesting. Like, I like I li- I like access that you typically don't get. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, too. Like, I when I was like I was mic'd up during the All-Star game, that stuff's cool. But my mindset going into the All-Star game was, I want to go out and, and show people I can play. I don't want to go but, embarrass But you myself. know what I've realized? And again, I, I can't compare. I don't understand what it's like to be that level of athlete like you do. But what I've... Kind of have figured out in the years that we've done the show is you're not the typical professional athlete. You're not. You you, you are the outlier. Where every time you step on the ice, be it 
you know, you did those the one-on-one shootouts recently against Connor McDavid and all those guys. You want to win. Whether you go out there on an all-star game, you want to win. You go out there in the Olympics, you want to win. You go out there in regular season hockey, you want it to win. Like, you are different than what I think the typical athlete is right now. I just don't understand where, at what point, though, did we just all of a sudden now not want to compete, though? I was listening to uh, some Spencer Dinwiddie stuff over the weekend, and someone made the suggestion to him, well, I think it was a podcast he was on or whatever it was, that, you know, wouldn't it be cool if the NBA All-Star game adopted one-on-one where you would, like, you'd have, you know, one-on-one games so you get a chance to see the best go against the best, and he said that'll never happen. And they're like, why? Because you know what happens if, you know, if we start doing stuff like that. Now Guys whoever embarrassed. Right. Someone gets embarrassed. Now whoever wins the one-on-one now, they're, they, they take the throne as the best player in the NBA. I was thinking, I said, well, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it, and why is that necessarily true? Just because you're a great one-on-one player doesn't mean you're, you're a great or a bad player during the course of a game. Like, why do the best not want to go against the best? Yeah. They, 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 have, they have to do something. It's just, I mean, I, I mean, we like offense. We, we enjoy athleticism, but enough is enough. So, all-star game on the table. we got to get into this Daniel Jones. The quarterback carousel in the NFL is really heating up. Daniel Jones switches agents. What does that mean? Derek Carr. Oh, could it be Derek Carr and your fancy Jets? So much to do on this Monday. President's Day makes you think back to the great presidents we've had in this country. It's Steve Pietro. It's Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, D. Pietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You see how I finally have learned to let the music really breathe out, really make its presence known on the show? This is what I'm talking about, though. I hope people understand what's happening right now. What's happening? Like uh, what, they're, what they're witnessing firsthand that listen to the show. 
is is a, a man that has been doing this for what 30 years say uh yeah i mean went to college for it so 30 ish years 30 ish years that now is at the highest of levels well I, you know what i think we have found over the last week i take criticism very well um you take that it's yeah if it's if it's well, I shouldn't even say that because that wasn't really nice criticism that you got. And you took it, you said thank you, and you put it right into motion. I, I respect it. They said you need to break on time. Your clock management is is it's Joe Judge like. It's your clock management is not good, and I've tried to remedy that. And then you jump on the song right when it when it comes out. You need to let that breathe a little bit. I try to correct that. I want to be the best I can be for for the listeners, for the station, for you, for everybody. So if that means a little criticism and I need to be better, then then so be it. We're getting the best in the business at his best is what we're getting. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Um, This is never good. When you have a coach who coaches in whatever game and he comes out and he crushes the game. 1-800-919-3776. Here is Michael Malone, uh, one of the coaches in the All-Star game last night, saying, worst game ever played. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. Uh, how about that? If you're Adam Silver and you hear that, you must cringe, no? Of course you do. Of course you cringe. I mean, the NBA's got a problem right now. It does. I mean, the reason you can't fix it is because, I mean, you can change whatever you want to change. It's up to players to go out there and decide whether or not they want to compete. If the players decide they don't want to compete, that's the that's what it's going to look like. Or if the players decide that their hamstring is sore, their groin is sore, whatever it is, they're not going to play. So Giannis went out there for like games. 20 seconds, and then he was done, right? Who? Giannis. Uh, well, Giannis has a legitimate injury. Right. Well, I, I don't know if you saw this. He's got to come to New York to uh, be seen by a specialist. Right. So that's not good news. That's not great news at all. That's understandable. Like, I mean, that's there's a, a big difference there. Right, of course. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron cut half. his hand on the rim. You know LeBron wanted to stay in that game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he wants to put on a show, and I appreciate that. But, I mean, the NBA right now is is in a weird spot where I think, that, I mean, finally some players are speaking up. Raymond, I don't know if you got that Anthony Edwards sound I sent you, but, like, you know, people pay good money. Like, TV companies pay good money, and they want a representative product. And you got whole games now where, like, you know, the the three or four best players for a team are sitting out. It, it's it's bigger than the All-Star game. All-Star game is not that big a deal. If, if the All-Star game stinks, that's fine. What, what the issue is that you have within the league is that there are certain games you turn on excited to watch fill in the blank, and they've just decided they're not playing in that given game. That That's a problem, a big that's problem. That's a huge problem. And I, yes. I, I think because part of it is the mindset that as long as, that, you know, as long as we're in, it doesn't matter if we have home court or not because that's not going to matter to us. Right. For, for the Knicks, they can't afford to do that, right? The Knicks need every single game to, to push the pedal to the metal and, and try to get something done. If you're Boston or Milwaukee or Philadelphia, I mean, does it, does it truly really matter? Probably not. No, it doesn't. I mean, for them, the, the goal is to make sure that they're you know, as healthy as possible going into the playoffs. And as rested as possible, because that's, I mean, that's the stretch run. That's where they have to be at their best. But here, here's the thing. I, like, I understand that. It makes sense to me, right? I mean, if you're Denver, do you need to play Jokic back-to-back nights or you're going to wind up with the one seed or the two seed regardless? So you want him healthy for the postseason. So I guess my question is, how, if any way, can you wind up fixing this? Well, it would have to be, I mean, listen, it's going to have to be from both sides. Like, the league is going to have to make some concessions as to maybe they... 
they have the season go a little bit longer. They they extend the season a little bit and get rid of some of the back-to-backs and everything else because they're not going to get rid of the 82 games because fine, the players aren't going to take less money. Well, of course they're not. So financially that doesn't make sense because that would be the fix is you take you know less games. Yeah, you play 60 games and you get three-quarters of your salary. Here's the thing, though, but I still think guys would find ways to get days off because, again, the goal for all these guys is to win a championship. So unless there's some kind of agreement that, you know, with whatever we do with the schedule, that guys are going to be willing to to go out there and play, even if it's, you know, for, you know, say they you know play 20 minutes as opposed to sitting you know, completely sitting out of the game. But then you get into the, well, I don't want that to affect my averages. Right. Well, that's a problem, though. But I think that's why when you hear Mike Maloney's, I don't know how to fix it. I can't. There's no real answer because any answer you give, I mean, it's really on the players and the trainers and everybody else. If a guy walks in and says, you know, if your best player walks in and says, you know, my knee is sore, you're going to say, okay, well, you're not playing then. Yeah. Or, or you're right. You're not going to say, you know what, figure out a way to get out there and, and, and you know, suck it up. No, you're going to say, let's, let's rest it up. We don't need you to play this game against the Brooklyn Nets. We need you in April and May and June. It's up to the guys. And if the mindset isn't like, and that's why, you know, I, I, I love the mindset in the NHL. It's if a guy can, like, dude, you realize, like, there are some guys, like, like Mario Lemieux's back was so bad at one point that he couldn't tie his own skates. So I, I to do go realize play. that. I remember that story. Why, why is it that there are certain sports that it's just you don't, you don't take days off? Like, it's not even a thing. And there's other sports where, oh, yeah, of course, go, go take time off. Why is that, though? Because there's pressure in the locker room. It's just what we do. It's what we're so, known for. So if, if, I, if I walk in and say, yeah, I'm not going to give it a go tonight, guys, I get looked at with the side eye. Right. It's a badge of honor. The expectation is that if you can get out there, you get out there. If you're, I mean, there's, for us, there's a difference between hurt and injured. Injured, we get. Hurt, battle through it. Right. Nobody's going nobody's to question if you can't play. The assumption is you're not well enough to be able to play. Yeah, but listen, I mean, it's not 100% of the guys. I mean, I've told you stories. There's plenty of guys that, that have that, you know, if they're a little nicked up or they don't feel great. If they have the sniffles, that they won't play. Ugh. Dude, I had, I played some of my best games ever when I was you know, puking in before a game. Re- you used to throw up before games? Well, no, like sick as a dog, not because of nerves. Like Cam Neely, there's plenty of guys. That, there's guys that get so nervous before games that they'll throw up and then they'll really? go play. But I was just like just sick. So you were sick and you went out there and ha- were you just able to focus better? Like, yeah, we just get through it. I mean, you just, I don't know what it is about being hurt or sick. Maybe it intensifies your focus or whatever it is, but. Yeah, it's like puke a couple times, get some medicine, hydrate, and get out there. Get out there. All right, um, Anthony Edwards, you said you, you enjoyed listening to what he had to say. Here's Anthony Edwards, star of uh, Minnesota. One thing he would change about the NBA. Probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Just play, man. If you 80%, you got to play. I, I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff. Like These people might have enough money to come to one game, you know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to, and then you sitting out, you know what I'm saying? So... I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know. It might be one fan that has never seen me play, and I'm trying to play. So I don't. that's the only thing I don't like, uh, guys just sitting out. That is such an old-school mentality, and how could you hear that and not absolutely love that? It should be an always-school mentality. Well, it's, it, I can promise you it is not. It's how you're wired, man. It's how you're wired. And I think it starts with, I mean, as, as a young kid, and then you go up through the ranks and how you're coached, uh, you know, whoever you look up to. Like, it just becomes part of who you are. And then if it's not who you are, if you end up on a team where the, the leaders of your team or your coach have that expectation for you, then that's that's kind of what you adopt. But there will always be guys that just yeah, they that don't, don't want to play. 
that that it, that's not a big deal for them. Uh, let's go to Kevin on, on the big rig. Good morning, Kev. You're on 9870 ESPN. Morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Love sure. the show. Thanks for making it. What do you got? Um, well, you know, I noticed when once these players started referring to themselves as a brand, you notice it's a lot more individual. And so with the, with with players sitting out, all the stars seem to sit out on the second leg of a back-to-back. So can they get rid of all the back-to-back games? And also, too, since I think it was it 10 players from each, 10 teams from each conference make the playoffs, so pretty much like they feel like, well, everyone makes the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. It's no big deal if I sit. I need to rest for the playoffs. So how about taking the number of teams also down from 10 to like 8 or 6? But they just, they just added it from, from 8, well, there is from eight, eight, eight to 10. Like, ultimately, there's 8. I mean, seven through, 7 through 10 is the play-in, but it's 8 right. that make the real playoffs. And two of those four get in. But it's funny. He says, why don't yeah. we just lower it down to, uh, down to 8? It, it always was 8. Well, they want, I mean, they want more but, playoff games, not less. Right. I understand from a money perspective, but if these stars feel like, well, I don't really have to play, I need to protect my brand, and I need to rest for the playoffs that I'm going to get into, even as a nine seed, eight seed, like, it's no big deal. So is there a way they can just get rid of all the back-to-back? How? How can you play? Here's my question. You have to how extend the play, season. How can you play 82 games? You have to extend the season. And get rid of all the back-to-backs? Extend the season. So, so you, and so you won't it, get rid of all the back-to-backs. But. So it now goes October through June, right? How could you possibly extend the season? Well, you'd have to get into July. <laughs> okay. So, so now players are going to get almost, and then when training camp is going to start when? Well, see, that's the thing, though. Right. I mean, that's just why when you ask people what the, what the, the answer to these questions are, they don't know. I, and I understand why they don't know because the, I, mean, I mean the real the just real no answer would, backs is it's easy to say it's not so easy to put into practice. Well, yeah, because every time you come up with an idea, you can think about you know all these different unintended consequences that are going to be that you can't get by. Like I mean, the the real answer would be eighty two games is too much. But then you say to the players, well, I mean, what do you want? Seventy two? That's going to mean less money. And they're going to say, no, we don't want less money. Right. We'll play the eighty two. Well, then you got to sacrifice something. But I'm, I'm telling this, this idea that we're just not going to play guys is not going to fly for long. Well, you, not even I, that though. It's not just one guy though. Now it's to the point where it's like, you, like the whole the whole, the whole starting team. five is off. Oh yeah, the whole team will just take the night off. We we will take the L to rest the guys and make them fresh for down the stretch. All right, is your check engine light on? Don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and let their professional parts people scan your vehicle for free. They will retrieve the codes, discuss possible solutions, even help you find a professional technician if that's needed for check engine light diagnosis, repair advice, or the right tools and parts. Get everything you need from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Also, there's so many reasons to get hooked on Church's eight-piece shrimp meal. It's dippable, crunchable, downright irresistible, and it starts at five ninety nine. The only catch, it's only here for a limited time. Church's Texas Chicken, welcome to the great state of flavor. Daniel Jones has switched agents. Is there a lot to be read into that? We get to it next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I tease Daniel Jones and Santiago comes back with this Daniel Jones-esque song. He really, here's what I think. 
We're familiar with the Wally Pip story, how Wally Pip missed the day, wasn't feeling well. Lou Gehrig filled in, never gave the spot up for 2,000-plus games. Can you envision that happening to Santillo and Santiago this week? I can. I don't know if it's something that Santiago wants, though. I mean, he's got a lot on his plate already. But I think here's what he would like. He would like to do the job that he's more than capable of doing. Have it be noticed at a high level. They come to him and say, we'd like you to take take the reins. And him saying, thanks, but I don't want to do it. So like the wedding invite to certain people's weddings that you don't really want to go to, exactly. but you, you want the opportunity really to turn it Really the definition of everyone at the station. I want to be invited to whatever thing you're having. I just don't want to go to that thing. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to say you're off base. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Exactly that. To be recognized as, boy, you really, you are a little star there. Right? And then Listen, you say no. It's a humble brag, but, you know, I do my job, but I'm very good at what I do. So. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't very humble. Terrific. No, nobody would deny that for a second. That's why it's called a humble brag. Rick. Well, I'm not sure I would just call what you just said a humble brag. Well, what do you think it was? He humbly bragged. It was just a brag. So you don't even think that was humble? No, great at what I do is. A, I mean, that's not humble. He didn't say great. He said I'm good at what I do. I think uh, he meant great. He knows he's great. Now he's just flaunting it. Who can argue with that? I'm going to take the to approach here. I didn't say that. <laughs> you did. I felt bad at the ESPYS when I saw To. He's like all by himself in the corner, just eating junk food. By really? himself. Yeah, I felt terrible. Why do you invite him into over. your inner circle? Well, I just I think he wanted to be by himself. I think it was oh, just he wanted and, to be by himself eating junk food. I, well, yeah, because I think he didn't want anyone to see him eating the junk food. But of and course, you saw him and you pointed it out. I didn't know. I just I did I you start videoing the, the junk no, food. No, I don't video anybody. Put no, it I on TikTok. Hey, Terrell, if you don't give me five thousand dollars, I'm going to put this right on TikTok. No, but I did think it was it was a little bit suspicious when uh, Zeke Elliott came into the bathroom next to me, and I didn't unlike you who I. Oh, it's Lawrence Taylor. I just minded my business. But he's rolling around in, in ostrich, belt, bow tie, shoe, all of it. He was begging for you to make bathroom conversation. Fresh out of, uh, not even not even pro yet. Ostrich everything. Really? Yep. Then you hear this Justin Field stuff. Ohio State pays well. Very well. $100,000. I got nothing at BU. I got nothing. Well, you were, you know. I was going to say something. You're going to take it the wrong way. In the no, listen. I get what you were going to say. No, I was going to say I don't. I don't think there's as much money in college hockey as there is college football. No, it's not even. That's yeah. Everyone knows that. Okay. Uh, so Daniel Jones was with what CAA, and now has flipped over. Is on the verge of flipping over to, to uh, athletes first. So here, here's my take on that. It's one of two things. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. Maybe we'll get Renan on. To, to, <laughs> no, no. I, I'm going to say it's one of two things. I don't know which way is accurate though. <laughs> It's either he wants to get this deal done and they're not getting it done choo, choo. to his satisfaction as quickly as he wants. So maybe he wants to take less than, than than his agent thinks he's worth or the opposite where the agent is saying, all right, here's a good deal. Why don't you take it? And he's saying, no, 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 I can get more out of the Giants. I And, and I'm being honest. I don't know which way it is because I've seen both ways in the past. Yeah, or just maybe he's just not happy with his representation right now. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's getting the attention that he – he needs or he doesn't have uh, a connection with whoever is representing him. Maybe the, I mean, whoever, whatever agent he's using, maybe doesn't have a, a great working relationship with Joe Shane or this or, or athletes first has a better relationship with him. There are a bunch of different reasons to switch. I mean, I remember during my negotiations that uh, the agent that I had started off with didn't really have a, like halfway through ended up not, not having a really good relationship with the owner. So I had to make a decision. Did you switch? I just no. I just didn't have an agent. You went agentless. Agentless, which is a mistake, or is is you would recommend that? I'm still getting paid, right? 
Every seemed July like a good one. Seemed like a good decision. Yeah, I guess. So, I, I mean, so why do people have agents? They just don't want to deal with it on on their own. No, I think it's good to have an agent. I, I do. Um, well, because I mean, there's a lot that goes into these deals, especially the quarterback deals. With, I mean, how the deal is structured, how much is guaranteed. Like, there's so much that goes into these deals. Like, in, like realistically, if I could go back and do it over again, I probably would have done it with an agent. Gone with an agent. Well, because I didn't realize at the time, like we were one of like we were one of the first. I think I was the first to do the the long term deal to get around the salary cap. Because the reason why you do it now is so you're, I mean, because your average annual Didn't salary. Somebody else tried to do that, and they wouldn't. Was it Yashin tried to do it, and they wouldn't let him do it? Uh, they initially said no to me. I was offered that deal a year before, and they said no. And then who the said fall, the league said you can't do the it? The league said no. And then the following year, they offered me it again, and the league approved of it. But I didn't even know back then, and this is just how you know, how things naturally progress, is that if you do it signing bonus, like say you know you take your deal and then you have a certain amount of money each year is your signing. Say you make five million bucks a year and you take four million as the signing bonus and only have a million as your base salary, they can't buy out the signing bonus. So if you ever get bought out, you get all that money. I didn't know that at the time. I was just straight salary the whole time. So that's where an agent comes into play. Yeah, and also an agent, like you see, like we, we talked about Corbin Burns on Friday, right? Well, what, what, what an awful way that the Brewers are treating uh, him. Awful, but that's, I mean, but again, that's the, the in-between is your agent for this stuff. So like when you, like uh, Lamar Jackson and his mom trying to negotiate with Baltimore, they're here, like they hear all the negatives about Lamar. These are why, this is why we're not going to give you 230 million guarantees. This is the game, though. Even if they don't believe it, they're going to tell you negative things because they don't want to pay you 230 guaranteed million dollars. Right. And the agent protects you. And then the, also the benefit of having an agent sometimes, too, is, you know, your agent will have certain important players with the team you're negotiating with that they can use as leverage for you. So if they want to keep X, Y, and Z, they better make you happy as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so what, I mean, listen, I, I clearly don't know. I don't think a lot of people really have insight into this. What would your guess be at why Daniel Jones in the 11th hour, as he's on the verge of getting the biggest payday of his career would switch agents? Why they probably, cause he's unhappy. You think he's unhappy with his agent? I think he's unhappy. Why else would you change? I'd have no idea. Maybe he thinks he can get more money with the new agent. I mean, that would, that would be my guess is that, I mean, he, he has an idea what he, what he wants to make. And the feel he's getting from the agent that he had, the CA agent, is that that wasn't going to happen with this agency. Could you see Daniel Jones leaving? No. You don't, you don't see any way that Daniel Jones is not the Giants quarterback next season? If I was his agent, I would advise him to stay. I just think it makes too much sense for him. Joe Shane's good at what he does. Brian Daly got Kafka back. You had, a real, you had your best season as a pro. Team's only going to get better. You're still young. I mean, you can have a you can have a couple more bites of this apple. New, numerous more bites, you'd think. Because well, if he, what is he, 26 years old? If it, you can't imagine he's going to sign more than a five year deal, right? No. Well, I mean, it depends on what. I mean, it depends on what the the Giants have in store. Have I in know mind. that, but I mean, could would, you wouldn't be shocked if he got like an eight year deal? I I can't imagine they're going. Yeah, no, that. I don't think he's going to get no, no. Right. So if he gets a five year deal, now he's going to be what 31. If he has a good five years, he's going to get paid. Literally hundreds of millions of dollars with with his next contract. Well, he's not going to be twenty six until yeah in May he'll be twenty six, right? So he's twenty five, so he'll be twenty six. So so the season starts, he'll be twenty six. Five years, thirty one, 
I mean, guys play till they're, what, late 30s. That's easily another seven-plus seasons. You have a lot more Daniel Jones of his career. But l- let me just throw this out there. And I'm not saying this is what I want, but is it is it crazy? The Giants sign him to, the, say, the franchise tag. Somebody swoops in, offers him a big deal. Um, he takes it. He leaves the Giants. Now you get two ones, correct? Two ones, yep. Two, two ones. I mean, is that, if you're the Giants, is that awful? I get two ones, and now I have money to go bring in another quarterback? Maybe the Giants go and make a, a play for Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody else. I'm not saying it happens. I don't think it does. But is it just an awful idea that the Giants could do something like that? No, I don't think it's an awful idea. No, depending on what he's want. I mean, I'm reading an article right now that says that uh, there are two possibilities as to why you change agents. It's that he wants to take a deal for less than CAA was willing to accept. This is what I just said, and you laughed right. at me. No, no. I, I'm, I'm giving you what the article says. But Okay, that was the one. The second one was he, was he wants more. And, and I didn't laugh at you, but the article goes on to say, as it was explained to Mike Florio, who wrote this article, it's Jones wants more than the Giants have offered. Possibly as much as four, $45 million a year. I, I got to tell you. <laughs> If he, why, first of all, why are you laughing? Because uh, you can't give him forty-five million bucks a year. If if I'm the Giants, there is no way I'm giving him forty-five million dollars a year. And you know what? I do not want to hear the narrative today from all the second guessers. And we have people at this station who do it. Every station that does, I think it's such an awful take. Of, well, they should have picked up his fifth-year option. It is such lazy sports talk take because there is nobody. That before this season said, boy, you know what? You know who's making a big mistake? The Giants. Why? They should pick up his fifth-year option. You would have never thought to pick up his fifth-year option. No, it's the definition of Monday morning quarterback. Everyone knew. I mean, that was that was what you had to do. You could not pick up his fifth-year option, especially with new with the new GM, new coach. Because you didn't know what he was going to turn himself into. Nobody no, knew that he was going to have that g- kind of a season. Right. And you want to give the GM, the coach, the flexibility to decide whether or not they want to keep the guy. I got to tell you, the $45 million a year, I, I'm not doing I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. No, I can't do 45 a year. I can't do I, it. I'll, I'll franchise you. And if somebody swoops in and gives you a better deal, then you know what? I'll take the two ones for it. Well, if you franchise them, that's what? 32, almost 32 and a half. Right. And then if you want to franchise him again, that's almost 39. Correct. So you're looking at, what, just under 72? Right. Now, the only years. detractor there is that that money comes right off. Like, there's right. no, you know. You can't, you can't massage the number. You can't goes finagle right the, the salary cap like that. Which is why there's the incentive to get him done. Oh, I, I think so, too. But not at 45. Now, that seems outrageous for one good year. You, you think that, I mean, 45, is that's elite money. Did you hear, by the way, that, that, that Jalen Hurts, they think he's going to get north of 50? Yeah, we played the cuddle Mary trash thing, man. North I went to a Super 50? Bowl. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's good, but you know, a, a lot of the reason I think he's at the level that he was is just because there's so much talent on that team. Right. 50? This is how the quarterback market works, well, man. So you're going to go from paying him literally almost nothing to 50 plus million dollars? It's how the quarterback market works and he's hitting it at the right time because of Herbert and what Burrow is going to get paid. And it sounds like Mahomes is going to get more money. I don't think, listen, I'm not telling you it's the, it's the right thing because I, I don't think the next guy up should get the most money. I think it should be, you know, how how good you are. Like the best quarterback should make the most money and it should work its way down from there. But 
I mean, because the position yeah, so is always so the important. most recent, right? The most recent quarterback gets the most money, and then it Reset, works down from ends there. Up, ends up resetting the market. So let, let me ask you a question. The biggest problem is that Deshaun Watson somehow managed to get 230 guaranteed. Well, you, you know, you know who the you know MLB looks at Steve Cohen like, look what he did to us, right? Look, look what he's doing to us. You know, the the NFL should look at the Browns and say, look what you did, look what you did to the quarterback market by giving this guy. And you know what it was? They were so desperate, he had no desire to go there. But if you offer the guy a quarter billion dollars, how can he say no but go to Cleveland? So I'm looking right now. Jalen Hurts' market value, if you take the comparable players, it says his market value would be a six-year, $265 million deal, average salary of $44.2 million. Oh boy, that's a lot of money for him. But that's, I mean, look what Kyler Murray, Murray just got. I get it. I get it. These guys get paid an insane amount of money. So... If Daniel Jones and his new agent, they go to the Giants, they go to Joe Shane, and say, listen, we want $45 million Tag. Year. Tag. That's Tag. it. And if somebody comes in and gives them a better deal, are you willing to move on from Daniel Jones? For two first-round picks, yeah. Now, if, if they – so they come in and they can offer him a contract, right? Like an actual deal, offer right? Sheet. They could say oh, – right? It's they, an offer sheet, yeah. Okay. So do you have – if you're the Giants, do you have the option to match that? Yep. So if somebody comes in and gives him a – wild number you can match it or you can you can punt and say goodbye you can walk away yeah now the two first round picks don't come from the team signing him right they're compensatory picks no i think they come from the team that signs him they do oh yeah so yeah i think i think the team i'm pretty sure the team has to give those yeah of course well i mean it would be it would have to be penal for the team i mean okay so if you offer an offer let me ask you this now if you're the jets no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do Daniel Jones for two ones. No, not two, two, two ones. And how many? What would it cost me for Lamar Jackson? Two ones plus forty-five million bucks a year. No, if you're not going to pay him forty-five million bucks a year, why would I pay him forty-five? I'm, million honestly, bucks I'm a year? talking to you. It's your team. I want to know how deep you no, would go for for Daniel Jones. I would not go that deep. You would not go that deep for Daniel Jones. Do you think there are teams out there that would make some kind of an offer like that for no. Daniel Jones, though? No, you don't. No, uh, dude. Okay, so he wants forty-five. I just told you that uh, what was what I tell you Jalen Jalen Hurts' market value was forty two a year forty four and a half you said forty four or whatever it was it says Daniel Jones' market value is twenty six point two million bucks a year and he's going to get considerably more than that way more than that well the franchise tag is is thirty two thirty two and a half. And a half if if Daniel Jones winds up with a four year deal at a hundred and fifty million dollars that's a that's a good number for him yeah anything over. I mean, with the threat of using the franchise tag, anything over that, or if he wants to go the Kirk Cousins route and say, okay, franchise me, I'll prove I'll give you another year. Uh, you, you know what? Here's the thing, though. Now, and I like Daniel Jones, and I'd like to keep him. All right? I think he's a good quarterback. But was he sensational this year? Was he Patrick Mahomes? Was no. he Jalen Hurts? No, he was, he was very good, and he's very athletic, and he stayed healthy. And I think that they benefit each other. Dable and and Shane and Kafka and Jones all worked very well together. But if you're going to want, if you can get forty five million dollars a year out there on the open market, you know what? I'll take my two ones. Thank yeah, you very much. It. Go get it. Well, I mean, it, it's both sides of it, though. It's both sides of this thing. So the the negative for the Giants giving them the tag is that that thirty two and a half goes straight onto your books. Correct. So if you have, I think they have forty-five million in open space right now. Now you have thirteen million. Right, with Saquon Barkley sitting there. Right. The beauty of signing a contract with, I mean, with your quarterback long term, you can use him as the bank, kind of. 
and you can pay him nothing as far as salary cap is concerned, all of a sudden the $45 million becomes $38 million. You can push it down. Yeah, you, keep right. pushing it, you keep kicking the can. E- exactly that. But I, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm I sorry. I ain't paying him 45 a year. No there is no way. And I, and I like him, and I'd like to keep him. But you're telling me if I get 2-1, so now I can, I can draft, I don't know, Anthony Richardson and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo? You know what? I'll play that game. I mean, listen, dude, I mean, the reality of where he's at, and I understand, because now you want to take advantage of having a good season. I mean, he threw 15 touchdowns. But here's the thing. He's better than that. Because you look I, at, I know, at, but at that's, who he's but working what you, with, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, but uh, again, I mean, we just talked about the reason why you have an agent is or you don't go to to arbitration is because you don't want people to hurt your feelings. Like, that would be, you threw 15 touchdowns, man. Right, that'd be the number one thing you'd sit here and you'd say. He threw 15 touchdowns. I, th- I mean, if you look at the numbers, I don't have them in front of me. I think he went over 225 yards only a couple times. And, y- you know, one of your great games was against the Indianapolis Colts, who, who their defense stunk, who, who had already mailed it in. You were great against, and you were great, and I'm not denying it. And I love him, and I want to bring him back. You were great against the Minnesota Vikings, whose defense is egregious. Like, their defense is horrendous. I would, I, and it, would be, it wouldn't be nice because he had a much better season than this, but you could start throwing... Oh, hey, just so you know, Daniel, uh, Marcus Mariota, who played 13 games, threw as many touchdowns as you. Yeah, you don't want to play that game. And nobody is arguing that Jones is not better than Mariota. But the point exists. I, I'm sorry. I'm not. There's no way. $45 million a year, you will play on the franchise tag. And if somebody swoops in and they want you desperately and offer you $45 million a year, you can go play for that team. You will not be a member of my team. Now, is your check engine light on? Don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and let their professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. No money. They'll even help you find a repair shop. If it's needed, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and do it today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.